Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Waters New Gold CEO briefing. And it's the 2nd of September. It's going to be the last show before Labor Day. And uh, it's really fantastic. Um, I'm going to jump right in and do some of the um, detail stuff. What is new gold helping you thrive in the world's only vital, scarce and recession-proof market. And that is becoming more and more true by the day as we see infrastructure uh, not happening and somebody has got to do something and we are helping local businesses pick up the slack so that cities are not overwhelmed with water they can't treat. This is a vital mission and it is also an outstanding new asset class. All right. Just double checking that all is well, and it is. Okay, as usual, the uh, water, the uh, you can hear this in Spanish, and just click on the globe at the bottom of the dialogue. It's uh, in Spanish in real time. As always, uh, our statements are meant to be as accurate as possible. They may not work out as we plan, but we do our very best to make it so. And if they change, we always correct it. That's our commitment to you. All right. Well, I have some sad news this week. Uh, Bruce Ferguson, a major supporter of the company, uh, passed away this week unexpectedly. And he leaves behind a wonderful family, his life partner, Joyce Gaines. They uh, we're not only wonderful supporters of ours, but for a long time, we have supported uh, the charity in India that he uh, was sponsoring. And he did much great work in India, a really great man. He'll be incredibly missed. Uh, one of the finest people on the planet. I'm, I'm still in... in um, in a tough place about this, we are there for the family, for Joyce and the entire clan up in, in uh, Los Angeles. Thank you, Bruce, for having supported Origin Clear and also for your work in the third world. Okay. Lies Pontes Green. Uh, has um, she's the head of the new PR agency, Pontes Group, which is a um, very fine group, and um, they have just wonderful stats. So they, <clears throat> the first thing they did is they gave me a, a brand interview, and here's some. Here I'm going to give you the laundry list of all the things that she could have asked today, because I'm, it's, I recorded it earlier, so I already know what she asked. But let's take a look here personal, all this um, wonderful stuff, which um, fleshes out, you know, what, what kind of um, the leader of the organization, what that person's like and so forth. And then what the career um, stuff is, again, to help pitch the company. What about the brand? Um, you know, how would you best describe the business and so forth? We've done a lot of work with that. 
Uh, and you know, what about the launching? We went public, uh, the products and services, employees, target demographic, competitors, and so forth. A lot of this is, of course, already documented in our public filings, but it's worth setting up fresh um, as part of a new PR process. And goals, where would you like to be in one year, uh, specific media targets, additional specific goals. So with that, um, I wanted to give you a little background as to where um, the choice she had of, the, of, of things. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna reshare now in the full um, optimized, video optimized mode. And let's take a look. Well, Lies Pontes Green, it's such a pleasure to be in this session with you. We uh, retained your firm uh, literally this week, and we're mm -hmm. so excited about uh, what's what's coming for us. If you want, before you start grilling me, if you just want to tell me briefly, <laughs> you know, wh what you think your agency does, uh, you know, just very briefly kind of thing. Yeah, of course. So um, we are the Pontes Group. We're a leading agency based down in Fort Lauderdale, but we have clients all over the country. We've actually, fun fact, have had clients in over 20 countries mm. um, from Japan to Australia to Brazil. So we've gotten to work with a lot of different types of businesses and a lot of different cultures, um, which is super fun. Um, uh, we we love what we do. We're very passionate about it. Um, we like to think we're the best. And a little magazine known as Forbes likes to think so too. Really? I was a for, I was a Forbes, Forbes thirty under know. thirty. Just that <laughs> just that old thing. Um, so you know, just one of our claims to fame. So we won a lot of awards for our campaigns, and we like to think outside the box. And we are so excited to be your agency of record. And I just see some really really amazing things to come. So thank you for trusting us with your brand and thank you for having me here today thank you and um what what we're doing now is is really um taking some highlights from the branding q a you sent me it's going to be very interesting mm -hmm. for us to tell our audience a little bit about it while you learn you know your account better so yeah. i think it'll accomplish a couple of purposes so Absolutely. Go for it. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I will. I'll try not to grill you too hard. So, <laughs> you know, before we jump into all things about the company, I'm a big believer to know who someone is today. Sometimes you got to take a step back and learn a little bit about their past. So the first question I wanted to ask you was, you know, you're this amazing entrepreneur, so successful. Were you like that as a child? How were you as a child? Were you creative? Were you quirky? Or did you have that? Were you selling lollipops from your backpack in elementary school? Um, I always like to know. You know, what's really weird is that I was kind of shy and withdrawn as a kid. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was, my nose in a book all the time. And I was also incredibly bored by school. I was the kid who's like, he's so smart. If he just applied himself, he'd do so great. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. So, but fortunately I was raised, uh, most of my schooling from the first to the seventh grade was done in the French system, which means that there was more basics. You know, uh, by the time I got to the States, I'd already had two years of Latin, you know, things like that, which right. we don't, uh, even then was, was falling apart. So. So I think that even though I didn't pay much attention, I got a lot out of it. That's good. That's really interesting. So let's talk a little bit about your family. You know, you, you, I, I like what you said. So you grew up in the front in the French educational system. So you're a little bit traveled. So tell me how has like your heritage, your background, your family life from the past um, inspired who you are today and affects you affects how you run your business? Well, 
My mom was a New York debutante who fell in love <laughs> with a Harvard boy who um, really was a self-made man. Uh, and, you know, and he, great background. His dad was a, a, a judge in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. So, you know, very good upper middle class upbringing. Uh, but she came from a very interesting background of really, she was related when when uh, we were in Belgium for Queen Fabiola and, and King Baudouin's um, coronation, and she was related to Queen Fabiola. So, Amazing. I mean, you know, um, <laughs> there, there was a long you know, traced line through Cuba and Colombia and ending up in New York. So she was very uh, stylish and, and very assured of herself. And my father was very, you know, he was, he was kind of like the, you know, the, the guy in Mad Men, who's very um, mm -hmm. smart uh, at the top of his game, uh, really at the time when you were in post-war um, Europe, and you had dollars. It's like hello. <laughs> so, right, right. so it was a very it, it was a very privileged upbringing for sure. At the same time, I think that they gave me a sense that do something about the world. Don't just sit there, right? So that's maybe where, mm -hmm. why we're here today. I think so. And I think just from, you know, the interactions that we've had and, and just what I know about entrepreneurs as a, as a whole, because we work with so many of them, you have to have a little bit of that that confidence that I'm, I'm going to do it. And sometimes I feel having parents, you know, like you just described mm -hmm. where she was a debutante and he was just so self-assured, that rubs off on us. Mm -hmm as children and, and helps us become better entrepreneurs and confident entrepreneurs because you got to have a little bit of crazy and a little bit of confidence to jump into this crazy world of entrepreneurship. Am I right? <laughs> yes. And then, of course, what I had to learn over the years was that, you know, it does not come automatically. I had right. an extremely varied background. Um, and, you know, I was, for example, I was a ship captain and, and sailed the South Pacific wow. and all these wild and crazy things. But I think you have to have that as an entrepreneur is either you're going to go ahead and specialize and get your master's and so forth and become a lawyer or whatever, or you're going to be a generalist, you're going to be adaptable, you're going to be able to go, okay, that surprised me, but I can deal with it kind of thing, right? Right, right. Yeah. It's not how many times you, what is it? It's not how many times you get taken down. It's how many times you get back up. I agree. Um, so let's jump a little bit into your career. So why did you start this amazing company? How, you know, what was the catalyst to make that happen? Well, okay. So the first part of my career where I was, uh, you know, came out of, of, of school and got into the nonprofit space lasted till about the early eighties. And then I fell in love with technology and uh, built a company in New York to computerize companies for the first time coming over from paper. We, we, we forget how it was not so long ago that people were on the safeguard ledgers, pressed down hard kind of things, right? <laughs> and then in the 90s, uh, I just loved the, the dot-com. And, and so for me, the dot-com was just a huge you know, exploration of computers for communication as opposed to computing. Fast forward to after 2000, that's when we really were able to get something done. And I was starting to be well enough, well, credible enough to, to potentially be a CEO of a public company, spoke mm -hmm. to a fund and they said, well, we're not doing high tech anymore. And we're not doing that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what are we doing? Uh, and uh, they said, well, we're doing algae. 
and a, an a algae for biofuels. That was the hot thing in the, you know, around the 2007, 2006. So, so I became a CEO of a public company devoted to the whole green revolution. And let me tell you that, you know, it was, I was a media darling. We were everywhere, you know, and um, I was called, you know, algae man, all these great things. So <laughs> I love that, that was fun, except that algae just wasn't there, especially after the fracking uh, revolution, mm-hmm. which dropped the price mm-hmm. of oil way too low. And overnight we had to really think about, you know, uh, algae not really being uh, ready for prime time. And yet I had a public company with investors and expectations and so we pivoted and our technology for extracting algae became a technology for extracting sewage from water. And all of a sudden we were in water and that um, began, you know, uh, seven, eight years ago, I was in dot-com, loved technology, et cetera. So I love disruption. I expect things to, you know, let's make a change. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen like that in water. Water is a slow moving thing, probably rightly so because of public health and so forth. But there's a, there are tremendous problems in water. Infrastructure is falling apart. There's, you know, Fort Lauderdale, water mains breaking the whole thing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. We were septic. just talking about that the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, septic tanks floating up into the lawn, God forbid. So um, there's some horrible things happening. And unfortunately, America is not doing big public um, infrastructure programs anymore. We may say we do, but we mm-hmm. can't seem to get them done. So the solution is, offload the problem to the businesses that are making the water dirty, decentralization. Mm -hmm. Now, it's good for them because in the end, they they pay less, they can recycle, they have control over their fate, and the municipality doesn't have to, it it can be smaller. It takes the load off the municipality, so everybody wins. And that's really this new power to the people kind of trend that we have now, you know, and, and what it did is it finally found us, we were finally able to find a way that we could change things without having to be on K Street in Washington, right? I mean, do Mm -hmm. it literally at the level of local business, help them cope with it. And that led naturally into the next phase, which I'll be talking about, which is of course, what we call water on demand, which is, you know, essentially letting people have the solution without paying upfront, which is probably the ultimate, you know, um, that's the end goal. Because Absolutely. You, you're, you're a brewery, you're trying to clean this water, and now, now you have a half a million dollar uh, bill. Well, you're a beer maker, right? So where's the money? Mm-hmm. Where's that half million? Well, if we just take care of it and just bill you by the gallon, you can keep on making beer, you're happy. So that's the latest thing, but I'm getting way ahead of you. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. So let's take it back just a little bit. So we kind of, you know, we're talking about the company and the broad scope of things. Um, I want to know a little bit more about you and exactly what you do. Can you walk me through like a day in your life? What does that look like? What, like, what does that day to day look like? Kind of a, a behind the CEO, so to speak. That is a really interesting question. Thanks for asking. So we have layers in our country, uh, company. We have the basic layer, which is our amazing team in Texas that will build anything on demand. So they do what's called engineered solutions, like a custom tailor. They'll build you okay. what you want. It goes from $50,000 to $5 million, and okay. they're amazing at it. Now, that is the conventional part of the business, and it is run uh, by my chief operating officer, Tom Marchesello, who just amazing background, came out of the 
Air Force Space Command and spent years on, you know, working in the Fortune 500 and so forth. So he's got that. And then we acquired a line of modular prefab systems, the kind that these businesses need. And that is a um, is not custom it is more packaged, you know, like a product line. And he's running. Mm -hmm. He runs that, too. Then we get to the third piece, which is uh, well, there's actually a third and a fourth piece. So. <laughs> The first two, I don't really have to run. They, they, they take care of business. And of course, I take care of the usual CEO stuff, which is all the legal headaches, um, you know, making sure that the company doesn't get in trouble, does the right thing, all that. But then there's inventing the future, which is this third layer, what we call water on demand, which is how do we fund water systems so that people don't have to, so they can pay on a service contract long-term mm -hmm. service contract. That's water on demand. And the mm -hmm. final layer, because I don't have enough mm -hmm. to do, is crypto. Tell us about that. I'm so excited to learn. Well, Tell us a little bit about the crypto. Crypto grew out of the idea of like, okay, we already pay dividends, uh, you know, to our investors and it's a royal pain. You know, somebody's ACH changes and it's like mm -hmm. all this work. Well, imagine now you've got all these clients all on service contracts. And now you're paying profit shares and, and you're paying everybody. We can't do it physically anymore. We have to do it using something called the blockchain, which is a very simple way to distribute money in this case. And so we, the first thing we did was we said, you know what, when we pay out, when we pay investors their profit shares, we're going to pay it with a coin that we call dollar H2O. And it is a wrapper for these dividends. Very simple. Right. It's a lot mm -hmm. like the JPM coin. JP Morgan created a coin to streamline payments. So all we're doing is streamlining payments. And that's nice. Then we went, well, wait a minute. That's very well for the 1% who have the money to invest in these giant projects. But what about mm -hmm. the rest of the world? Because Lice, my inbox is filled with people who go, what do we do about Flint? Or what do we do about different right. places like that? Well, what do we do? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's where we came up with the idea of a community coin, a water coin for the world, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And that is called Clear Aqua. So on the one hand, we have um, the, what I call dollar H2O, which is for the payments. On the other hand, we have the, the coin that, that participatory coin, people can get involved, mm -hmm. help with water problems, send up alerts, which turn into proposals that someday get funded and a big, you get a big loop back to the investment side. And yeah. that is very exciting because at the end of the day, how do you change water? One company or even 20 companies can't do it. It has to be all of us working together. Right. So that's the stack at the very, you know, mm -hmm. so the, the more it gets out into the wild blue yonder, the more I'm involved with it because I can't have people working on real water systems messing around with crypto. They're like, they're like what is this thing anyway? Like, it's okay. <laughs> I got this, right? Right. right. So I'm, I'm in charge of a lot of the future projects, the strategic okay. stuff. And also we have an ambition to end up on the NASDAQ uh, as this next generation water company. And I'm very fortunate to have the backing of a, you know, some very good uh, backers and also mm -hmm. to have the ability, uh, many things, good things have happened to me, among which is that I have some very good people in the team. And so I'm able mm -hmm. to actually think for three seconds and I'm very grateful for that. And that's so great because, you know, sometimes you meet CEOs and they're constantly working 
in the business, in the business, and not very often working on the business and participating in those visionary projects and that, you know, true leadership. I mean, you really have to be that visionary, not to say that, you know, when, when there's problems, you know, you're the guy, um, and they're always the difficult ones. They say the easy problems always get solved, but when they get to the CEO, they're only hard problems. Um, but it's, I, I love that. It's just, you're, you're looking to the future and it's so revolutionary what you're doing. It, it really is inspiring. And I, and I love the crypto, you know, you always tell people vote with your dollar and now vote with your coin. If you have a problem with something, put your money where your mouth is, and that's where you should be investing your money. That makes a lot of sense. Um, it's very, very exciting. So, you know, you do these interesting things. You're, you're really, um, it's, it's really visionary. And I, I know I just said that, but it really is. What would you say, you know, in addition to just because it's not enough, the crypto, you know, you're doing the crypto and you're doing the water on demand. Is there anything else you feel really helps your company stand out, whether it's from a product perspective or from an operational perspective or, it, you know, we can take any angle on this? Very good point. Well, the, uh, the, the, the outcome of water on demand is that that's a money for money play. In other words, we bring in investors uh, into the subsidiary their investment enables us to buy this water equipment and put it out. And, but guess what, as this thing expands, it's going to go well beyond the capabilities of our people in Texas. They'll be overwhelmed. We're already, we have 28 projects running in this, in this uh, uh, Texas operation. And so um, they're going to get maxed out. So what we're, what we want to do is have more of a, be able to farm it out, right? So to mm -hmm. have a network of reliable water companies. Okay, we got some funding, great. Now, our client in um, Troy, Alabama needs a system. Texas is overwhelmed. How about such and such a company? You guys build it, fine, deliver it, and we'll handle the, 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 the money machine. That is a recipe for going beyond our physical bounds. Now, mm -hmm. you can do that only so much, what does it lead to? It leads to acquisition. Mm -hmm. So we have a plan to acquire companies. The company, the Texas operation was an acquired company back in 2015. The modular water systems was an acquisition of an industry guru with a, with a following, you know, um, mm -hmm. I like to say hairdresser with a following, but, <laughs> but he had a, you know, he had patents and a following. And now we want to uh, start acquiring more and more companies. Um, but it's good to start it with just, hey, give, mm -hmm. giving them bluebirds. Here, here's a job you didn't expect. Go for it, right? And over right. time, that creates a relationship. And what's great about that is we are now finally, we're mature enough as a public company that Wall Street is willing to give us good, solid, non-toxic financings. We're, we're, we're in talks for these. And, and of course, I have to disclaim these things may never come through, but we have you know, right. um, a good faith term sheets for some good financings that, can lead to these acquisitions. And I have to tell you, Elias, acquisitions fun. It is a lot mm -hmm. of fun because you're buying instead of building, right? right. So, mm -hmm. okay, boom. Now there's integration issues and there's always surprises. There's always stuff they didn't tell you like, oh, that's why you wanted to sell. <laughs> <laughs> that's all good, if, you know, it's part of the game. But, you know, um, this is how, for example, Cisco grew back in the day. Uh, right. just, uh, you know, you aggregate as fast as you can. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And my goal from having been part of companies that were acquired, I saw a lot of destruction occur. Mm -hmm. 
stuff that mm-hmm. I had built in the company that was acquired and I was given a lot of money. Thank you very much. But what I built was destroyed. So hopefully we don't just work for money, right? Right, right. So I want to try and preserve those talents and keep those people owning. We don't just buy their clients and say, go away. No, help us build this and we'll build a larger and larger operation. So that's the final piece of the puzzle, which is acquisition through this expansion process. And I'm excited. I'm this mm-hmm. is a great time. Now, what mm-hmm. are we facing on a macro level? We're facing a lot of inflation and supply chain problems, and we're dealing with it. Literally, Absolutely. my team has to date every single quote and say, this quote is good until <laughs> you know three days from now. Prices right? could change. Mm-hmm. So that's not great. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going we're gonna to be dealing with a lot of instability with the, the dollar, which is one reason why I, I would like to, to have a crypto parallel universe, you know, because who knows what might happen uh, in the world of inflation. And I, I do believe crypto will help us avoid the worst of the inflation because it's a it's a stable universe that people can go back and forth with. Like, look what's happening in Venezuela. They're surviving because of crypto. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So no, it's so may- true. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, no, I love what you said. And I love what you said about acquisition, particularly as it pertains to our relationship together, because we've been, our company has been a part of several clients acquiring companies. Number one, I've learned just the fastest way for growth. Um, Like you said, a little bumps here and there, but it is just such an intelligent way for growth. Um, And it seems to be the smart move that all the smart people are doing, but it's also a great opportunity for media. It's such a good opportunity when you are acquiring these businesses to put the company out there and talk about two pers- two things. One, a, you know, this amazing news that's happening, this acquiring your growth, what comes from it. Um, mm. It really gives you like a full year of just stories, but also it gives you the perspective to come in as an expert and speak on some of these big media outlets, be it TV or print or digital and And talk about, you know, what acquisition means, not just for your company, but for the industry as a whole. So it's very exciting Ah. for us. I love that word. (laughs) Yeah, trend stories. It it builds trend stories and it creates influencers and so forth. Well, you know, I'm so excited. Um, Did you want to, did you want to, you know, give me a really tough question now? (laughs) Oh, let's see. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Let's pick a really good one. Um, So I'm just going to pick a let's look into the future because we talked about the past. We talked about all the great things. Let's look, you know, and of course, public company, full disclosure, things may or may not happen. We all know, but looking into the future, what is that? Like, let's look a, let's look a year into the future. You know, what is this company going to look like then? Once you've put some of these pieces into place, what, what can we be excited about? Well, water on demand is interesting because all the hardware remains in our name. We're not mm-hmm. selling it we're, or, you know, or even leasing it. We're putting it out as on an operating contract. And mm-hmm. so what that means is we're building an asset base. We execute okay. on water on demand. We will end up with a lot of assets, which mm-hmm. number one is what you need to get on the NASDAQ. Mm-hmm. That's the number one right. thing, in my opinion. And number two, it gives you a lot of ability to leverage um, your finance and do interesting projects and scale up. So I think the asset story is, is a big one for us. Mm-hmm. We've been experimenting since um, early, well, God, early 2020 when we realized we needed to 
do something about this crazy economy we're in. And mm-hmm. um, and it's starting to come together. Uh, and, and I really think that that is, that is going to make us um, a credible player is, is this asset base. Mm-hmm. And I also believe that every single asset out there in the world will be reflected in a crypto It is the inevitable trend. And we mm-hmm. want to own the, the, the mind space of the water coin. We think it's, that's doable. We think we can, we can own that space. And after, you know, once you're the Coca-Cola, then everybody else has got to be the Pepsi and the, in the RC Cola. And this is how it is. Right. 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 Now, hopefully we won't be MySpace. <laughs> we'll do it right. We'll do yeah. it right. But you know, that, that in a way, you know, 2018, I, I did a trial run on with a crypto. So I'm kind of my own. That was my MySpace. Now I'm doing the Facebook. Okay. Good, good. Yeah, we all need one. We all need a little MySpace. But no, it's it's so true. And everything really is trending that way. And with, you know, like you mentioned, the supply chain issues and so many things that's going on in our economy right now and the instability, um, it is great. And and I've noticed that even traditional investors that maybe weren't looking at, you know, the crypto, I mean, people are it's being added to portfolios, which is really exciting. And it's so forward thinking of you to do that. So that's super exciting. And we're excited to promote that too. Um, that's it. I think I'll leave it at there. I, I got some really good information and I appreciate you sharing with me today. Well, I think I've checked off a bunch of your questions in the branding Q&A, so that's good. Uh, but uh, it's been such a pleasure. Uh, I'm happy to be on board. Hopefully, you know, we're in the same state, so I might even see you. We will. We will. I've been to Clearwater a couple of times. We'll have to, we'll have to get together, but in this world, in this crazy pandemic world, I mean, it's, you never know. <laughs> you will let you work with it. And thank God that we do have this ability to work virtually. So it, it's been really great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, so that, coming back in, that was a really good uh, discussion. As you can tell, Lias has been around the block a few times and understands, um, you know, companies that are trying to make a difference. She knows how to get the coverage. And I think it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, And I wanted to just quickly, uh, before I move on, uh, just mention a couple uh, from Ron um, at the beginning of the show, condolences to the family, to Bruce's family, Keith as well, uh, Keith Rutten, condolences, excuse me, condolences for Bruce's family, and JRW, greetings, rigs, and everyone. Thanks for all your good work and support. Blessings to all. So um, I, I wanted to play this in its, in its entirety to give you kind of like, here's where we are. And, you know, we've we've gone through a year and a half of just rapid, rapid, rapid change and building, and we've had the blessing of, of the philanthropic investors, people who have helped us think big and execute big. Um, and so here we are, we have this, this you know, conventional business of, of custom water solutions, the um, prefab modular water systems that we brought in in 2018, and now the water on demand that we're building and that is going so well the crypto, and I want to tell you that this week I signed that contract to develop the uh, Clear Aqua Coin. That's a done deal. Um, I'm very happy with the deal. They they not only are paid 
fair price. I'm very happy with the price. And but they're also taking an equity piece. So they're taking a risk along with every one of us. So very happy with that. So this week we brought on the the Pontes group and we brought on the Baja Technologies group. And now we're in discussions for a marketing agency to handle the uh, crowdfunding and the crypto launch. That's going to be news to come. So that's very active. We're gearing up. And I'm so grateful for the support by our investors to make it possible for us to gear up. Because as you can tell, you know, this stack is creating really a water company 2.0, right? Origin Clear is a water company 2.0. The basic customized systems, the prefab systems, the water on demand, the crypto, the acquisitions. Uh, I, I'm, I'm blown away by where we are in, uh, and, and we're only, you know, probably at 20% there. So it's, it's going to be a fascinating next 12 months. Stay tuned. Um, I'm just going to quickly cover, um, you know, you, 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 my friends, you know um, what, we're, what we're talking about. Uh, wait a minute. That's, I'm still in the um, video optimized mode, which is makes for fuzzy text. Here we go. Just unclicking on that. Voila. And then um, let me make sure that I have a proper, there we go. Okay. So <clears throat> we're doing this, uh, you know, the, what we call the series V, which is the, the water demand. Uh, I'm not going to get it too much into it. Uh, I really want you to talk to Ken Berenger about if you're interested in the company um, and what about the, the smaller investments, larger investments, how could it all work, et cetera. We are planning to get the, um, the Regulation A offering done. Um, we are still days away from filing the Q2 uh, quarterly filing. And I'm told by our new CFO that Q3 will be on time. So amen to that. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. And um, I promise you a very good show next week. Um, I, think, I think you'll like it. So please do join me. It's been a pleasure having you on board. Um, now, a survey comes up at the end of this. Please try and fill it out because this is data that I look at every week. And so when, when you give the opportunity on the tab to take the survey, please take a moment and take it and it will be greatly appreciated. Thank you all for coming here, uh, spending time with us. I know that you have a busy schedule and it's late on a Thursday night. So peace, love, have a good weekend. Be well, treasure your family and friends. Good night. <laughs>